0: 33 minutes past the hour. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network on a Monday morning. We're coming to you live from the Church of St. Charles Borromeo in St. Charles, Minnesota on a beautiful morning. Sun is shining. Father Tim Buren, pastor here, and uh, I'm looking at a church sanctuary right now out the window of this conference room here at the parish. And uh, I'm reminded of the importance of our liturgy, Father Bieran, and how worship
1: is so central to who we are as Catholics. Would you concur? I absolutely concur. And that is why I think a lot of people in the general population can't understand during the pandemic, why are Catholics so desiring to go back into church? And then we would hear this uh, negative comment that the church is just a building and whatnot. And uh, no, as Catholics, it's not just a building. There is something very unique and special going on there that I can't even describe in words. And it's also very important, the environs
0: in which we worship as Catholics to lift our hearts and minds to God. Liturgical art is the topic of this segment, Father. And we're going to be talking with Father Patrick Ahrens, who is the director of the Office of Divine Worship for the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, where we are located here. And we have Father Ahrens on the phone. He's also the pastor of the Basilica of St. Stanislaus Kostka in Winona, Minnesota. Good morning, Father Patrick Arns. Welcome to Real Presence
1: Live. Good morning. Thank you. It's good to be with you. Good morning. Great to have you here. Tell us a little bit about yourself so our listeners can know who they are listening to this morning.
2: Well, sure. Uh, I'm originally from uh, Kellogg, Minnesota, which isn't far from Winona here. I grew up there, a very rural town. Um, and... Uh, I was ordained priest uh, in the year 2000, so I've been a priest for about 20 years, uh, and I've had various assignments throughout the diocese through the years. And uh, recently, as you mentioned, I've been assigned to the Basilica here in Winona, which is a very beautiful church, as well as uh, Saint John the Promising. Uh, and uh, currently, I'm I'm completing a degree in the Sacred Liturgy at the. Liturgical Institute of Mundelein Seminary in Illinois.
0: And Father Father Ahrens, uh, can you uh, talk a little bit about the history of liturgical art? You're studying this right now. You're, as you say, you're finishing up this degree from the Liturgical Institute at Mundelein. Can you tell us a little bit about the history of liturgical art, its significance in the Catholic Church?
2: Uh, certainly. I think when we when we start that discussion. It's always kind of good to go even farther back than the beginnings of the church and look at the importance of, of religious art in, in human history. You know, we uh, we know that the, the Jews adorned the temple and used various forms of art uh, in their worship, even though things were at times a bit restrained. Um, there were, uh, you know, the, the Greeks and, and Roman. Romans, in their pagan worship, also used statues and, and various uh, uh, items of art uh, in their attempt to, to connect with the divine. And so it, it would seem to be a natural progression that the Christians also, uh, having uh, now the, the true image of God in Jesus Christ, that they would want to, to represent that through their various liturgical elements Um and what's interesting is in the beginning, you know, it was very easy for them uh, in many many places to to convert previously used religious items and, and, and works of art into the, the Christian uh, usage, the, the Christian dispensation. Uh, for instance, you know, you look in the Pantheon, which was a, a pagan temple, where there were statues to deities. Well, those were very easily changed over to altars where statues of, Christian martyrs could be could be placed um, and uh, reminders of, of the true faith. Uh, so, I think we, we see liturgical art from the very beginning uh, having a very important place uh, in the life of, of the Church uh, as Jesus founded it. but we look back and we, we look at the liturgical artifacts uh, that we find from the early centuries and It was always in them we see a great attention to detail and beauty, and they used noble and precious materials. Um, And uh, it helped to impress upon them exactly what they were doing and how important things were they were doing in the liturgy. And so we have a a very solid foundation of liturgical art in the Catholic Church, and that's been with with us from the very beginning. And it's it's, uh, evolved through the years and uh you know we we still have many examples of very beautiful arts in our churches uh in in all of our
1: liturgical uh, uh elements that we use for our divine worship you're tuned in to Real Presence Live. I'm Father Tim Biern, along with Matt Wilkham. We have with us on the phone Father Patrick Arns, who's the director of the Office of Divine Worship for the Diocese of Winona Rochester, uh, finishing up a degree. Uh, and he is certainly a great uh, asset to our diocese, I can say, as a pastor um, in, in a parish that really relies on him. Um, as an example, um, we are currently. Um, having a stained glass window project in our church here at St. Charles Borromeo when it was built 10 years ago. Uh, the parish at the time couldn't afford stained glass windows, so now they are, are um, you know, getting ready for that project. And Father Arns certainly will be a, a phenomenal uh, assistant in that project because of his knowledge and skill. I do have a question, Father Arns, um with all of the different churches that you have visited all over the world, can you describe for us a church that when you walked in, you, you could uh, immediately sense... The holy presence of God is in this place. This certainly is is something that is beyond any other building. I can tell the holy of holies is here. I can tell, you know, Jesus Christ is present here. You know, all of that. What what church can you help us um, illustrate by putting that picture into our minds as we listen?
2: You know, there's uh, I can I can think of two things. Uh, first of all. Um, the, uh, the Shrine of St. Maximilian Colby in Libertyville, Illinois, uh, which is next door to the, the seminary there, uh, in Mundelein, has a beautiful, uh, beautiful, um, uh, church that has, has many elements of, of art woven into it. Um, there's, uh, it's a place of perpetual prayer. There's, there's perpetual adoration going on in a very beautiful, very tall monstrance, uh, which was adorned with uh, with um, many jewels and, and beautiful uh, elements of art, um, but also many votive candles burning and, and just a, a sense of... Uh, so when you walk in, there's just a sense of prayer and a, an experience of the divine, um, which is really not describable. Um, and I think that's an example where the, the arch really raises your mind up uh, to the presence of God that you're encountering as, as the Eucharist is is exposed uh, for prayer.
1: Being um, at that sh- shrine myself, Father, I I recognize as soon as you walk in, you can you can smell the burning of the candles, you can smell the incense in the air, and then of course your attention is drawn to that beautiful monstrance that you described and 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 the large consecrated host that is there. So I'm I'm sensing this, and I think our listeners are as well. So I'm sorry to interrupt. Keep going on this.
2: The other place is a very simple chapel. Um, if you've ever been to the Cathedral in La Crosse, Wisconsin, uh, the Blessed Sacrament Chapel, uh, I've always found to be a very uh, beautiful expression of art. You know, that's that's the place where the, the Lord's presence resides—the Holy Eucharist—and um, it's a simple chapel. But you walk in, and there's there's sort of a there's a, 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 a certain a dimness of the light in there, and then many votive lamps lit. And and you you do have an, an experience that is sort of you're you're coming out of the world and and, and going into a, a heavenly realm for a little while to pray, which of course is what we happen what happens when we encounter the Lord in the Eucharist. We're raised up for a moment to heaven, and we're we're we're, we're conversing with with the Lord. And so that little beautiful Blessed Sacrament Chapel in the cathedral on the cross, I think, is a a wonderful place for prayer that I've always found very inspiring.
0: I would concur, Father Ahrens. Just a couple years ago before I came to the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, my wife and I, we led a pilgrimage, a coach bus, uh, amongst a bunch of different Upper Midwest shrines, Marian shrines, but also we stopped at the Cathedral in La Crosse, and I think that Blessed Sacrament Chapel was a big part of why we chose to make that a pilgrimage stop, because of the ambiance, the, the aura of holiness that seems to envelop you when you step into there. I mean, everything about that chapel is amazing. Uh, the lighting, the, uh, the beautiful art, the beautiful altar, the mosaics, uh, the, the dark marble, it, it all works together beautifully to create a sense of, of holiness, which is what our churches should be. And uh, we're speaking this morning on Real Presence Live with Father Patrick Ahrens, who is the Director of Divine Worship, the Office of Divine Worship for the Diocese of Winona, Rochester. And we're talking about liturgical art, its primary purpose. Father Ahrens, what would you say would be the, the primary purpose of liturgical art? Is it, is it for our, to please our own tastes, or is it, to, uh, is it for some higher purpose?
2: Uh, well, you know, of course, whenever we deal with art, there's always a danger of of, of becoming uh, just making it something that just something that I like or something that's pleasing to me. Uh, but when we look at it a little bit more of a principled approach, we see that uh, there is indeed a, a very there are many purposes of, of liturgical art that should be fulfilled when it's utilized. You know, and I always start with I think the the, the art and the liturgy helps make the liturgy look like what it really is. You know, we we take these earthly created things and and use them to remind us that this is an experience of heaven first and foremost. We're coming into the presence of the the one true living God and Jesus, who is at the uh, residing at the right hand of the Father. We come into heaven, and what does that look what does that look like? Um, and art helps us to create that environment of, of drawing near to the holy and mysterious presence of God. You know, the liturgy is a gathering of all of the saints in heaven, um, and so we use statues to remind us of that. We, there, it's a gathering of all of the, the followers of Jesus throughout the entire world or on the earth. We use things like columns and that sort of thing to, to remind us of that. Um, art raises our minds up to heaven. It reminds us that, that the liturgy is really medicine for a sinful and fallen world, um, you know, we look at the saints who have suffered greatly, but when, when they're pictured in religious art, they're always alive, filled with light, even if they have certain wounds uh, that, that that are still indicated in, in the image. They're always perfected, they're always divinized. Um, I, I like to use the example of uh, the, the stained glass uh, of St. Maximilian Colby uh, in the uh, St. John Paul II Chapel at the main. Uh, in the main chapel, or the I'm sorry, the St. John Paul II Chapel of Mundelein Seminary. Uh, they show him, and he's normally pictured with glasses. He has these round glasses. Uh, but in that particular stained glass uh, that they created uh, for that chapel, he has the glasses in his pocket. He's not wearing them. And that's a reminder that in heaven, of course, we won't need glasses. We'll have all of our ailments uh, uh, cured. But, but also, we'll be able to see clearly. We won't need Uh, Things to help us in heaven to to see clearly the presence of God, Um, and so so artists uh, so many uh, so many purposes you know it it demonstrates to us the importance of things you know if we we plate something in gold uh, well that reminds us that this is pretty important you know you your 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 wedding bands that you wear are usually gold plated or some sort of precious metal. and, and so likewise, you know, we would we'd play the chalice in, in gold to remind us that what resides within that cup is, is very, very precious, uh, very, very important. And so basically, we, the purpose of liturgical art is, 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 is to help us to have an, a divine experience of God using our lowly created items uh, to raise our minds up to heaven.
0: Absolutely. We're speaking with Father Patrick Ahrens this morning on Real Presence Live on a Monday, liturgical art and its purpose. And when we come back, Father Arns, we're going to be talking about different ways that liturgical art can inspire prayer. I'm Matt Wilkham, along with Father Tim Buren, coming to you live from the Church of St. Charles Borromeo in St. Charles, Minnesota. More Real Presence Live with Father Pat- Patrick Arns and liturgical art next this is Real Presence
1: Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.
3: Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, the Director of Advancements for Real Presence Radio, with today's Plan Giving Minute. and charitable giving in a way that benefits you, your family, and our mission. There are several ways you can make these plan gifts and enjoy tax and income benefits. For more information, please visit our plan giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started. Discover us at online.umary.edu slash discovermary.
1: This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show.
0: 52 minutes past the hour. Real Presence Live on a Monday morning. We're at the Church of St. Charles Borromeo in St. Charles, Minnesota, where Father Tim Buren is the pastor. He is my co-host. I'm Matt Wilcom,munica communications director for the Diocese of Winona Rochester, and on the phone, we have Father Patrick Ahrens, who is the director of the Office of Divine Worship for the same Diocese of Winona Rochester, talking about liturgical art and uh-huh. how it is so important to our worship as Catholics. Uh, Father Ahrens, welcome back to Real Presence Live.: Thank you. Uh, Father Father Arns, what are some ways that liturgical art can inspire prayer?
2: Well, you know, yeah, indeed, liturgical art has been has been helping our our prayer and our experience of God's divine presence from the very beginning. Um, and you know, I think uh, for one, you know, when we look at at the uh, when we look at the particular piece of religious art, it reminds us that we're sort of having a an an otherworldly experience, a mystical experience of of God's presence and and of heaven, and uh, so it can help remind us where our prayers are, are directed, and exactly who who we're we're talking to. Um, the uh, you know, of seeing an image of a saint uh, uh, can can help remind us that that uh, of the of the importance of calling upon that saint for for intercession. Um, I, I'm, I'm, my thoughts often go to the, the stained glass of St. Stanislaus Koska, uh, in the basilica here. Uh, he's, he's, uh, he's pictured in a scene where he's ill and, uh, there's, there's no possibility of a priest bringing him Holy Communion. He's, he's sort of stuck and maybe even quarantined at home, uh, or <laughs> and at the place he was staying. And, uh, and so he, he asked the Lord, uh, to be able to receive Holy Communion, and so an angel appeared and and brought him Holy Communion. Um, Now, it's a beautiful stained-glass window, but it sort of reminds us, uh, you know, that that even when we're ill, even when we have these certain setbacks, well, God can still come to us with His grace. Uh, Just one example um, of how liturgical art can help us. Um, You know, we look around, and, and, uh, you know, liturgical art does help raise our minds to heaven, uh, to the to the realm where there is no more sickness, no more suffering. Um, it, it teaches us and informs our faith. You know who is God? What does a divine divine life look like? Uh, and it inspires us to be to have closeness to God. That God is 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 something that can be a tangible part of our life, not just something uh, way far away. Uh, and so, as we're brought into the Lord's presence and reminded of all of these things, we. We, do, we draw even closer to him, and, and the reality of his life is, is more uh, made personal for us. And so I think it, it really does inspire us uh, to pray more deeply and to, uh, to remind us that our, our prayer is not alone, but we're praying with all of the angels and saints in heaven, all of the people in purgatory, uh, and, and all of the members of the Church uh, on earth. And I think our prayer can be inspired by the hope that the the, the art brings to us. You know, uh, when we see the saints who have overcome horrible tortures and horrible experiences uh, who, who have suffered for the faith and we see them, you know, healed and, and perfect and, and happy, uh, it reminds us as well that when we experience these things, when we live out the faith and we experience the challenges of the faith, well, there will be a day when those things will be over. Uh, when there will be no more suffering and there will be no more difficulties in living out the faith, but rather just enjoying uh, God's divine life. And and also, too, I think, you know, if we, especially in the days when when finances are difficult, you know, how can we be reminded that poverty on earth leads us to to lavishness uh, and riches in heaven, like our Lord uh, told us, you know? So, even if I am I might not have, uh, you know, financial means or, or, or maybe uh, struggling, I can go into a church and be reminded that the life of God is beautiful and I see these things that tend toward lavishness or riches. They, they, they remind me that there's something waiting uh, for me. And, and when I experience poverty on earth, uh, that poverty will not last for all eternity. That poverty will be transformed uh, to... That God's divine lavishness and enjoyment, eternal rest, and eternal happiness. So I think God can inspire us to pray in many different ways, especially in particular situations in our lives.
0: We're speaking this morning with Father Patrick Ahrens on Real Presence Live. I'm Matt Wilkham along with Father Tim Buren. And Father Ahrens is on the phone with us. He is the director of the Office of Divine Worship for the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, also the pastor of St. Stanislaus Koska Basilica in Winona. And one of the things I was going to ask you, Father Arns, uh, was, uh, you know, I mean, at least for me, walking into a parish like St. Stanislaus, seeing the beautiful art, it's very inspiring to me to know that, especially in this time of COVID and pandemic and so many things up in the air, that I can be inspired by such beautiful art to know to be reminded that it's not this world that I'm living for, hopefully, hopefully not, uh, but the world to come. And, but what would you say, Father Arnes, to somebody who, who uh, maybe you already kind of answered this, but somebody who would say, well, all of this art, the money that went toward it should have been used, gone towards the poor, uh, to, to, to feed the poor, and it really shouldn't have been used for all of this extravagant beauty. Uh, what would you say to somebody like that, Father Arnes?
2: Well, as the, the art and the, this sort of extravagant beauty belongs to everyone, uh, as members of, of the church, I think it's just a reminder that, that, um, it is, it is a possession also of the poor. And so, uh, for those who ex- are experiencing difficulties, uh, in life with, with finances and those sorts of things, well, they, they actually do become rich when, they experience these things um, and uh, you know to to deprive the poor of an experience of beauty I think would make them would increase one's poverty um and so we we sort of alleviate a bit of that when we when we encounter uh, beauty and in uh, art which uh, has of course yes over the centuries as sometimes very costly because they're very beautiful and and uh, you know um expensive materials but but they create an experience that that really lifts us out of uh, spiritual poverty uh so there's uh i think many important uses for those things in in raising us up out of whatever
1: difficulty we might be finding ourselves in in life We're finding ourselves in that challenging moment, Father, uh, with our particular parish here, St. Charles Borromeo. Again, it's a newer parish built 10 years ago without the stained glass windows yet. And now what precipitated the necessity to get these uh, windows is that um, we have a solar panel field that has come up. And so... We certainly need to include people in that um, artwork. Unfortunately, Father Ahrens, we are out of time for this segment, liturgical art.
0: But uh, dowr.org is where you can find more information about Father Patrick Ahrens and liturgical art. Thanks so much for joining us on Real Presence Live. Another hour coming up. Before we head into our next segment, I want to invite you to visit our website, realpresenceradio.com, for even more great content. There you can listen to programming from your local area, find a podcast if you missed one of the daily shows, submit a prayer intention and more. Be sure to check it out, realpresenceradio.com. Stay tuned, more to come.